0: Progress of Ballot Reform. An editorial from Century Magazine, November 1888 to April 1889, pages 312 and 313. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Progress of ballot reform. The subject of reform in our election methods is likely to attract great attention in many of our state legislatures this winter. All the states which have given it legislative consideration heretofore, but have enacted no laws, New York, Michigan, Kentucky, Iowa, and Connecticut, are certain to return to it, for the popular interest in it is much greater now than at any previous time. In fact, there is scarcely a state in the Union in which there are not earnest advocates of the reform. In Rhode Island, a ballot reform club was formed several months ago, for the express purpose of drafting a bill to submit to the legislature, and less formal but no less earnest efforts in the same direction are being made in other states. The record of the present year has been one of great encouragement to the friends of this most important reform. In April last, the Wisconsin Act went into operation for the first time in the municipal election in Milwaukee. As our readers will perhaps remember, this act is only a partial application of the English and Australian systems. It is notable as the first application of the principle of ballot distribution by the state. Under its provisions, the voter receives his ballots from a sworn official of the state in a room called the ticket room, which only one voter is allowed to enter at a time, passes along to the voting room where he deposits his ballot and then goes out of a door provided for that purpose. No crowd of persons is allowed to collect within 100 feet of the polling places, and no person is allowed to offer tickets or to solicit votes within the same distance. In brief, from the time the voter enters the polling place, he is free from espionage and intimidation of all kinds, and can deposit a free and secret ballot. THE FIRST TRIAL OF THE LAW WAS A MOST COMPLETE AND SATISFACTORY DEMONSTRATION OF ITS PRACTICABILITY AND WISDOM. NOT ONLY WAS THE ELECTION THE MOST QUIET AND ORDERLY THAT THE CITY HAD SEEN IN RECENT YEARS, BUT TICKET-PEDDLING AND THE BROW-BEATING OF IGNORANT VOTERS WERE ANNIHILATED AT A BLOW. THE PRESS OF THE CITY WAS UNANIMOUS IN EXPRESSING APPROVAL OF THE WORKINGS OF THE NEW LAW the most important legislative achievement of the year has been the enactment of a complete ballot law in massachusetts this measure while modelled primarily upon the bill which the new york legislature passed but which governor hill vetoed differs from it in many respects it contains an especially valuable provision for preventing the forgery of official ballots and is taken all in all probably the most intelligent and comprehensive application of the english and australian systems to american needs which has been made it places the entire printing and distribution of the ballots in the hands of the state to be paid for at a public expense it provides also for independent nominations by a specified number of voters and requires the printing of the residence street and number of each candidate after his name upon the ballot the massachusetts law ought to be carefully studied by the framers of the new bill which is to be presented to the new york legislature this winter it is likely to become the model for bills which are to be presented in other states as indeed it ought to be for aside from its great merits it would be most desirable to have our different state laws upon this subject as nearly homogeneous as possible. We speak with entire confidence of the possibility of the different states having such laws in the near future. This is one of the reforms which must come, for without it our system of popular government cannot be maintained every election especially in our large cities shows that until this reform is secured all other reforms are impossible of accomplishment the control of the election machinery of the printing and distributing of the ballots must be taken from the politicians and put into the hands of the state that is we must take the power to control our elections away from the men who have no responsibility and no interest in government save extravagance and corruption and put it into the hands of officials who are sworn to do their duty of what use is it to try to get honest men nominated for office when we leave in the hands of the political workers the power to defeat them at the polls by distributing fraudulent or defective ballots or by making deals and dickers which cheat the people of their will we have talked for years about reforming the primaries and the nominating conventions but not one particle of progress has been made under the massachusetts law any four hundred voters in case of a candidate for state office and any one hundred voters in case of a candidate for a lesser office by uniting in a petition in behalf of a candidate of their choice can have his name printed upon the official ballots and have those ballots distributed at the polls at the public expense what more certain way of reforming the primaries could be devised than this if there were such a law in new york city there would be an end to the astonishing spectacle which is there so often presented of a boss setting up a candidate of his own for office in spite of all protests and frequently electing him in spite of all opposition under such a law both bosses and primaries would in a very short time lose their present dominance in our politics in fact there is scarcely a form of iniquity known to our election methods which a good ballot law would not eradicate we should be rid at one stroke of the assessment upon candidates of the bribing and bulldozing of voters of the nomination of notoriously unfit candidates of deals and dickers and trades at the polls all these would disappear for the simple reason that the machinery of elections would be taken out of the hands of irresponsible and often dishonest men such an obvious and imperative reform as this cannot be long delayed and of progress of ballot reform from century magazine 1888 to 1889